Good morning. A person out on parole from Schenectady, New York, led police on a wild chase after stealing a gun and carjacking a person at 4 in the morning over in Clark. Well, it gets a little wilder. It turns out the person he carjacked was a Loudoun County Sheriff's officer. For Monday, July 17th, it's your Loudoun Now Morning Minute. Today's Morning Minute is sponsored by Get Out Loudon. It's a new service from the Loudon Now team to help get you out of the house and to explore the county's many ways to get out. Go to getoutloudon.com for our complete calendar of concerts and events. And if you've got an event, make sure you get your dates on our list. We want to help get more people through your door and make your event a success. To stay up to date on the latest entertainment, you can also follow Get Out Loudon on Facebook or on Twitter and sign up for the weekly e-newsletter with the best stuff each weekend. It's all at getoutloudon.com. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rin Screen. At about 4.15 a.m. last Wednesday, our neighbors in the Clark County Sheriff's Office got a 911 call from a person stating that his vehicle was stolen by an unknown person at gunpoint. You already know the punchline, but let me walk you through this whole strange story. According to the Clark County Sheriff's Office, the victim gave 24-year-old Zaxaria Alzanam of Schenectady, New York, a ride from Loudon to the J&J Corner Store on Route 7 before you get to Berryville. After dropping Mr. Alzanam off, the victim discovered his cell phones were missing and went back to find him. During that interaction, Mr. Alzanam was able to take a pistol from the victim's SUV and ordered him out of the vehicle and drove away north on Shepherd's Mill Road. It turns out the victim was an officer with the Loudoun County Sheriff's Office and the gun Mr. Alzanam stole was his service pistol. That has triggered an internal affairs investigation here in Loudoun, while the Clark County Sheriff's Office handles a criminal investigation over on their side of the mountain. The Loudoun County Sheriff's Office has declined to officially confirm the officer's identity. But let's get back to the rest of Mr. Alzanon's morning, because it's really something. So shortly after he drove off in the SUV, the Clark Sheriff's Office got another call about a vehicle that had run off the road and was stuck about a mile north of the J&J. By the time a deputy showed up, Mr. Alzanam had freed the SUV and was headed back south. The deputy tried to pull him over, he fled, and he crashed the vehicle back near the intersection with Route 7. Then he took off on foot into the woods. Now, because they could have been dealing with an armed person on the loose, Clark called in help from Loudoun, Frederick County, Berryville, the state police, and a helicopter from Fairfax. But they're not actually the ones who found him. The search came to an end when a resident on Chili Hollow Road, which is nearby, called to say Mr. Alzanam was at the resident's house and the resident was holding him at gunpoint. The Winchester Star tracked these residents down, and here's the story as they related it. Brian Morgan noticed his cattle were acting unusually, spotted Mr. Alzanam running across a field, chased him down in a truck, and fired a shot into the ground to warn Mr. Alzanam, along with Shannon Delaney and Wayne Warfield Jr., who were also starting their day. The three ordered Mr. Alzanam to the ground, although he did eventually run into a nearby vehicle and lock himself in, which is where law enforcement found him. Mr. Alzanam has been charged with carjacking, auto theft, firearm theft, possession of a firearm by a convicted felon, and eluding police. And we have heard a really wild story. We'll be following up on both the criminal investigation in Clark County and the internal affairs investigation here in Loudoun, so stay tuned. I have a feeling this story only gets wilder. Go to loudnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story.
In other news, Lovettsville has a full town council again. After serving for more than two years on the town planning commission, Nate Fontaine is moving up to the council. He was appointed to finish out the unexpired term of Jennifer Jones, who resigned from the council because she and her family are moving out of town. Ten candidates applied for the seat and were interviewed in closed-door meetings last week. Mr. Fontaine is an IT specialist and worked for the Department of Homeland Security. Loudoun County's top administrator told supervisors last week that fixing the county's employee pay scale could put a strain on the county budget. County consultants are nearly done with the study of the county's classification and compensation system, which is the system the county government uses to set out job descriptions and pay. But we also already know we're not even keeping up with the old one, which was set out in 2002. Well, things have changed since 2002. Namely, the county government has grown a lot along with the county, and some new job descriptions have popped up, particularly in technology. The study won't be done until August, but County Administrator Tim Hemstreet said he expects the recommendations in it will be easily more than what the county usually has available for enhancements in its budget. That means that if they were to try to fix the whole pay scale in one year, it would be more than they would normally have in a year for the normal growth that comes with things like hiring new staff to man the new parks and fire stations when they open. Most likely, the updates to the county's pay scales will have to be phased in over several years. That does still leave a few questions about how Loudoun wants to treat its county workforce. Mr. Hemstreet has said his preference is to hire the right people for a little bit more, rather than just go for blanket growth across the county workforce. He said Loudoun's county employees already carry a heavier load than their colleagues in the rest of Northern Virginia. Supervisor Ralph Bona said for purposes of setting pay rates, Loudoun shouldn't just be comparing itself to counties to the east. He said maybe we should also compare Loudoun to Clark or Frederick counties. And Chair Phyllis Randall said it's time Loudoun started acting like what it is, in her words, a large and growing county. Loudoun is Virginia's fourth largest locality after Fairfax, Prince William, and Virginia Beach. Loudoun actually is having a major staffing up right now after years of tough budgets, adding the equivalent of 212 full-time jobs. The county is just now starting to hire those jobs because the new fiscal year began on July 1st. And fixing the pay scale won't be the only big-ticket item on the table when the next budget comes around. The county is also working through a cloud strategy, which is something that was put into focus when the county's own data center had power problems that brought down most of its computer network for two days in the winter. Fire and rescue leaders have also been asking supervisors to staff up their stations to help get a handle on injury, exhaustion, time off, and overtime on the crews. The Loudoun County Sheriff's Office has charged a man from Clifton with driving under the influence after a head-on crash that shut down Route 7 on Thursday afternoon. At about 4 p.m. last Thursday, first responders came to a two-vehicle crash on Route 7 near Hamilton. According to their preliminary investigation, a Volkswagen Passat was headed westbound when it crossed the median and hit a Ford van head-on. The driver of the Volkswagen, Marcus Delaney, was airlifted to Fairfax for serious but non-life-threatening injuries. At the hospital, he was issued a summons for DUI, second offense in five years. The driver of the Ford van sustained minor injuries and was taken to the Cornwall campus of Inova Loudoun Hospital and later released. A passenger in the Volkswagen also sustained minor injuries and was taken to the Lansdowne campus and also released. And the town of Round Hill has opened talks on expanding the town's boundaries. 
Round Hill was recently crowned Loudoun's smallest town after Hillsborough leapfrogged them by adding 108 acres to what used to be a 56-acre town. Today, Round Hill is 130 acres small with 236 households and 590 residents. The town also has both short-term and long-term expansion plans. In the near term, the town could grow to encompass about 1,133 people by swallowing up houses on Hillwood Estates, West Loudoun Street, Fallswood, Brentwood Springs, Newberry Crossing, Falls Place, and Mystic Lane, along with the Sheriff's Station, the Round Hill Center, Sleater Lake, and the future site of Sleater Lake Park. That would likely mean tax rates would fall for current residents, but utility rates could go up. Anyway, we've got the details on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's calendar, the art exhibit Bold and Beautiful is still on display at Arts in the Village Gallery in Village at Leesburg. It's open from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. And the One Loudon Kids Summer Concert Series is today at 12.30 p.m. for free on the plaza at One Loudon. Get the details on these events and check out the rest of the events calendar at getoutloudon.com. Okay, have a great day. Yeah.